uh, Talbot, uh, some bad news on Cam Talbot uh, injury as well. So we'll get into that in uh, just a second. Today, by the way, the uh, last day, the gang will be together uh, for the next uh, 10 days, next six shows uh, in particular, because uh, Hammer's leaving us. Uh, he's uh, uh, Adios. set to, to uh, drive with the family to Florida, leaving at projected 8.30 a.m. tomorrow. Yes, sir. Which means now 8.30 in my family if we say we're leaving at 8.30, that means we actually hit the road at 9.30. In your family, historically, mm-hmm. saying you're leaving at 8.30 means you'll leave at what time? 8.25. Wow. wow. We will be that's, early. That's the Bill Belichick rule. And yeah. ready to go. If you're on time, you're five minutes late. That's right. Wow. Five minutes early, you're ten minutes late. Now, in our house, uh, man, I we might not get out of there till after ten. Like, wow. <laughs> like they, There could just be a total, like, I'd be running around and then ri- arrive home, and, and just the plans have been completely changed that, you know what, maybe we're just going to have lunch and then head out. So, yeah. yeah. Uh, and then something is uh, inevitably forgotten. Five oh, minutes yeah. out of the oh, road. Yeah. Got to got to yeah. wheel back and yeah. grab Biggest X. Fear. Yep. There's and part that. of you. Part of you wants to just stay on the pedal, and, and you're you're a lot of f bombs under your breath. That you have no interest to go back. Maybe if it's a telephone, because you can kind of understand that. Anything else is like no phone but, and wallet. That's what I say. All but the then time. you realize. Then you realize. You know what? I I have to do this, and you're just a man. You're just feeling it. Hey. Eh? Yeah. All right. Everything's at the front door. Mm-hmm. It's along the wall. Chargers, chargers, right there. Yeah, and the, oh, yeah. Well, at least yeah. uh, here's my prediction. So you have uh, like five people in your family, five phones. Yeah. Uh, how many chargers uh, will be left behind mm-hmm. when oh. you leave? It's the most important thing to my children. Mm-hmm. The only people that will forget uh-huh. a charger would be me, probably. Well, it's really? also different though. Yeah. You're going to be using the minivan has a char- char- chargers, right? So you'll be using it. That's going to be my question. How many outlets does? Wow. Oh, you didn't the check into this? Oh, you got to have that. Wow. That's a long ride. To be honest, you, you, it doesn't really matter because I've got to rent a minivan. Mm. So if it's got one, if it's got two, I'm not getting a different vehicle. Did you go to the, uh, for the, because we, we know you're a little tight with the dollar. You've, you've, you've said that. Mm-hmm. Did you go with the, like the bare bones minivan? Like, give me the, give me a minivan, but it's the, give me the cheapest thing you got. I, there are some luxuries you can choose. Yes. The only one that I chose was the GPS. Give me the GPS. Right. It was like thirteen bucks a day. But hey, I got myself a deal for three dollars, ten bucks off. What? I'm all in. Why yes, wouldn't you please. just? Why wouldn't you just use your phone though? If you have all this data stuff going on, yeah. No, Mister eSIM card. That's where I worry about the the charge of the oh, phone, no. and I didn't want that to be. We're going such a, a long distance. I did not want that to be a concern. Now, what are the uh, brands of phones, though? Because I'm lucky in our house. I'm the only one with a Samsung, so nobody wants my charger. Me too. Uh, so, I've got four uh, apples okay. and one Android. Yeah, that's key right there. Right? I make fun of them all yeah, the time. Man from yeah. so- okay, so everything's at the front door. Yeah. Uh, and everything is ready. The, the only question mark in the entire thing is, will the minivan be there tomorrow morning when you roll into the lot to pick it up? I hope for your sake it doesn't turn out like this. Can I help you? Name, please. Uh, Seinfeld, uh, you made a reservation for a midsize, and she's a small. Oh, I'm sorry. We have no midsize available at the moment. I don't understand. I made a reservation. Do you have my reservation? Yes, we do. Unfortunately, we ran out of cars. But the reservation keeps the car here. That's why you have the reservations. I know why we have reservations. I don't think you do. (laughs) If you did, I'd have a car. (laughs) 
See, you know how to take the reservation, you just don't know how to hold the reservation. And that's really the most important part of the reservation, the holding. Anybody can just take them. Godspeed on the yeah. holding of the minivan reservation. Well, and that is, to be quite honest with you, there, there are times, and I traveled a lot, so you, you know, you go to the rental car, and as you move up in status, it's basically, hey, go grab whatever car you want, and you usually want the full size. You know, for poor Hammer there, like, there's no turning back. No. Like, it's not a question of, hey, uh, okay, I'll take the mid-sized Corolla. Um, yeah. You know, I mean, hey. That is not an option. Th- is, <laughs> that is not a mid-size No, <laughs> or whatever it ends up being. Now, to that Hammer, uh, you made the complaint. Now, you are taking winter tires, I assume, right? I, you know, that's a good question. You know, I bet you rental, I bet you they're all, all season, I would okay. guess. Wow, okay. I'm just okay. going to say that they're not splurging if, you, if, you're, if you're doing the winter tires, the uh, the gas, man, you just, mm. hey, that would be, that could get a little bit Oh, and the fact that they right? sing on the highway the oh, entire oh, way yeah. loud. It just sounds sticky, sounds yeah. wet. Okay. My only hope is, hey, if things go wrong with the minivan. Yeah. All right. Just have a larger option. That's it. I, you're, I'm you're talking like a little, U- a little Yukon action. Y- you're yeah. not. You're not going to fit me into some, uh, you know, Toyota. Or are you doing the full? Like you're not. You're not going solo to pick up the vehicle. You're bringing the whole crew. Well, I, I might have to just oh. to sad faces. Hey, where's the minivan? Now you're going to give me the big Dodge Durango <laughs> at the price <laughs> of this minivan. That's what's going to happen. Not, but you're you're going to bring the entire crew from the house. Now, where is this place? Where are you renting from? It's uh, somewhere out on Maryville Road. Enterprise. Enterprise. Yeah. So you're gonna take. You wouldn't take the whole crew no, there. No, I'm not taking the whole crew. And then all of a sudden, you're you're gonna go there. You're gonna secure it. And as you drive up, you're just gonna be like honking the horn. Oh right? yeah. But I got going uh, here. Ho- hopefully, at long last. Uh, hopefully, it's got the automatic side door openers where I can oh, just like wow. power door? press the button and oh, just. Yeah. just this will be a, te- a, te- a test ride. You'll be coming back. You'll be trading in the crossover. You're like, hey, yep. got to have this. <laughs> <laughs> You got three teenagers, doesn't matter. I can almost guarantee you that is not going to happen. All right. Well, Godspeed. Hope it works out well for you. You're not crossing a thousand. Don't be worried. You're not crossing a thousand islands, right? No, we're not going to do that. On the way back? We've got some shoes to pick up. I don't know. I'm just telling you. We'll call it. I'm just telling you the first, uh, I think it's the first mile or two miles after the border, if you go across a thousand islands, Speed Man, trap. It, it is a speed trap. It's that's how the, I'm. I'm they convinced know, yeah. that's how the New York State, uh, New York State, is funded by the fines of all the Canadians because yeah. they set the yeah. speed limit at like 30 miles an hour on a on a four lane highway for about a mile, and they just they're just picking people. That's the only the reason Ogdenburg still exists. Yeah, that pays the entire tax bill. Well, no, that's 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 the good place to go yeah. across is Ogdenburg. Yeah, I think that's Thousand that's Islands where you we'll get do. burned. Make sure you I have... know that because I've. Paid that fine huh? via my wife yeah. the last time. She Make came sure back. you have all the papers as well, Hammer, as you're entering another country, right? We've got that. That's not an issue. That's in a nice, tightly sealed Ziploc freezer yeah. bag. And you're ready. <laughs> and you're ready for the uh, for the American border guy who's always in a bad mood. Yeah. Yeah. Never never, come what? across the border. Never crossed the border before where the guy didn't look like if I batted an eye in the wrong way, he didn't want to pull out the pistol. Yeah, no, I absolutely. He, right. First of all, he's upset because he wanted to be a state trooper. So <laughs> he also wanted to be a, a, probably a pilot in the Air Force. And now he a has got. pilot gone... in the Air Force? Oh, well, no, he's no. in Ogdensburg. Well, yeah, now, now not only did he not get in to be a statey, he has been all of a sudden a border guy. Yeah. And he's been sent up to northern United States where nobody lives. So Absolutely. <laughs> And also, one of the bigger things, and this is where you're a bit, a bit of the profile, because uh, I watch quite a bit of TV, 
there's a lot more families trying to smuggle drugs by using minivans. So no, you know, that's that, bull. No, that that you, is bull. No, he's pulling because, it apart. Because you're, you're, <laughs> yep. you're standard, you know, guy or, yeah. you know, like a Clint Eastwood, the mule. Like now they're realizing now these yeah. guys are getting smart here. No right? way. It's the, it's the fake five-person family. Exactly. Everybody's, way, everybody's way too small in that yeah. family. This isn't like, we're the Millers, okay, and we're heading to Mexico and loading up some Winnebago with a bunch of contraband. Aren't you? That was actually a decent movie. That was a very funny movie. Yeah. Jennifer Aniston, very underrated in that film. Uh, on text at 121200, guys, I used to work at Enterprise. There's no way there'll be a minivan there. I'm just reading the text as it oh, came That's anonymous or it has a name? It's anonymous, but I've got the number if you want to text him back or her. Anonymous. That, that's... I think he should do a flyby tonight at Enterprise. <laughs> you know what? Hey, that... that is not a, maybe that... on my way home. You yeah. just do a little, just, you just do hey. a little, just do a little double check. Hey, and then. Where, where is she? Where's the minivan? And then the EU and financial then they, secretary brought and the, her back. And they type in their little thing. They're like, well, right now it's in Thunder Bay, but we expect it back <laughs> in the middle of the night. <laughs> and, I, then, and then you're going to get the one that's just been partially cleaned, right? You know, they kind of wiped it down, but they really did. A smoker's minivan. Even oh, yeah. no, I don't I don't need that. I don't just want weed. That. They've, been, <laughs> they've been vaping. <laughs> they've been Here we go. They've Bay. been smoking weed all the way from Thunder Bay. <laughs> uh, Jack and the Glebe says there's a speed trap also in Ogdensburg when you get across oh, the border. Oh, yeah. Okay. I, I haven't there. gone across that one uh, nearly as much as the Thousand Islands one. So there you go. Uh, Mike and Greeley says last uh, year... Uh, we had to leave a guy at the Thousand Islands Crossing because he forgot his passport on our way oh to the Syracuse game. See so, so you're on your own. <laughs> That's his fault. Well, you see, what do you do? You hang around the duty-free for the six hours <laughs> at your uh, your buddies when they go down to the game and uh, come back? You just hang out at the... I don't Because there's not... Anybody that's crossed there, number. maybe you walk back across the, that bridge. It looks like a really nice the bridge to actually walk across Oh, man. Because yeah. you got all those homes... Down on those those little islands that look like really rich people own them. Probably need a, a trucker to give you a ride back to Ottawa, <laughs> hey? Because there's not there's not a lot there. Uh, yeah, there's not a lot there between there and the 401. There's the nice bridge to walk across, and that's it. You're going back oh, over. Yeah. You're getting an Uber. You're on your own. All right. Uh, don't don't try to bring more than ten thousand cash over either, Hammer. I, I think I think anonymous is just scaring me as no, well. No, there's a second one now. Be prepared for disappointment <laughs> with Enterprise <laughs> on multiple occasions. I, I had reservations yeah. only to show up to them not have a vehicle for me and sending me home. And and even probably somebody from that uh, location is a listener. They realize the scam that's going on, and Hammer has gotten unlimited mileage, so they realize the depreciation on the vehicle actually puts the company in negative. They so, don't know where I'm going. No, they do. They listen. No, they don't. The manager of Enterprise is definitely a listener. Can you at least, before you leave tomorrow, yes, when, when you, if a you, if, yes, a picture, <laughs> if you have full possession of the minivan, send us a picture so we can get it and... and Soothe everybody's nerves who's worried about you tomorrow morning. And if you don't leave before 10 a.m., that's not fair. You should have been at work. <laughs> you should have put in that's a, a day. wasted day off. You should have had the van loaded, be here, and then go pick everyone up and go. All right, so you don't have to wake up early tomorrow. Does that mean you're staying up to watch the Sens game tonight? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to at least watch a period. Wow. Okay. One. One, okay, because it's 10 o'clock face-off. Uh, Sens taking on the Seattle Kraken, second game of the five-game road trip. Uh, we'll talk more about what the uh, Sens are going to put out on the ice tonight. Seattle Kraken, I think, still, despite a really good season, pretty anonymous uh, to uh, most hockey fans on this side. Here's DJ Smith on the Kraken. This team scores and scores in bunches, odd man rushes. They can get up the ice. Um, they have big D, active D. Um, you know, So we talked about that a little bit, but more or less just do what we do. 
Do what we do. Oh, they like big guys. They I like big, big guys. D. All right, so <laughs> here are some of the stats on the Kraken. So they have 16 different skaters with at least 20 points and 13 different skaters with at least 10 goals. Uh, each is each of those stats, by the way, is the highest in the National Hockey League. And in fact, the Kraken are the first NHL team with 13 or more double-digit scores at this stage of the season since Simmer, the 91-92 Washington Capitals. Oh, cool. Were the last team to have this many double-digit scores uh, at this point of the season. Do you remember your... 91-92 Washington Capitals having a good spread of scores. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, I get you get into kind of the old. Can I get some Pavanka? In well, there? a little Dale Hunter. But yeah. the real kind of duo that was a lot of fun in Washington for years when it came to penalty killing, but also scoring, was Kelly Miller and Mike Ridley. Oh, yeah, your two favorites. Very strong. They yeah. were in a uh, David Poyle trade straight up for Bobby Carpenter, a uh, good Boston guy back in the day. So, yeah, that's it. And the part of, and again, uh, when they rolled through here, we were kind of looking at it and saying, I don't know if this is sustainable. But I guess more than anything, JR, it was a year ago, I was like, God, this coach is terrible. This team is boring. But when I saw them play live against Ottawa, that's where I kind of looked. I know some of the underlying numbers. I thought, you know what? I think this is pretty sustainable because they really play properly. And when this has happened at even strength is when Tampa Bay first came in the league, they, they rode a real good power play, you know, and Darren Poop is a goaltender. And you're like, okay. This isn't sustainable, but when I look at Seattle's model, I know shooting percentage being high, but man, they make you pay for your mistakes. And I think that had, based on the way they played in Chicago for Ottawa JR, when we looked at the lines yesterday, I, I think that that had the Stens nervous because they're kind of going with a little bit of this safety lineup. Do you know what I mean? Kind of a, a lot of oh, safety. We're going to yeah. play safe. And well, so we'll you, see how that reacts. Right? You, you laid out the, the five on five scoring numbers. And if there's, you know, if that sort of, uh, spread of offensive wealth uh, from the Kraken doesn't scare you a little bit of, as a Senators fan. Five on five goals this year. Seattle is first in the NHL. Would you say one sixty one? One sixty one. And Ottawa's at one eleven. Like, like that is incredible. So they scored fifty yeah. more yeah. goals than Ottawa. Five on yeah. five. And for all the you know crap that Seattle took based on Vegas doing so well out of the gate, Jr. Like I said, weaker division, um, but you still have to applaud. And again, we are now three quarters of the way through the season. Plus. Yeah, they've got themselves in a very good spot. And for the eye test, if you're watching tonight, that is the part. They are so structured and play so... Pr- and hey, Ottawa's had a nice stretch as well outside of the Chicago game. Uh, so it will be a really interesting test for them. And also from an auto perspective, I think I ran the numbers the other day, JR, that they're 5 for 37 uh, in, in, their la- in the power play in their last 10 games. Right. But four of those came against Detroit. So basically, you know, one for... Well, now there were 12 chances, but one for 25 in those other eight games. So to me, that's something to watch as well. So to give you some context on those Seattle goal scoring numbers, so I said they've got 13 guys that have it 10 goals or more. Ottawa has seven, all right? And 12 of the 13 for Seattle are forwards. So this is not like they've got a bunch of high scoring D. They've only got to Vince Dunn, who has a 10 goals or more. Okay. This is okay. based on practice yesterday. This is, so Ottawa's bottom six. Uh, based on practice yesterday, will be Patrick Brown, who's the new guy they got from Philly. Dylan, coming into town with his two goals. <laughs> Dylan, well, I'll do that in just a second. Dylan Gambrell and Matthew Joseph. That's the third line. Collectively, those three players have played 130 games this year in the NHL and have six goals, collectively. But what's more amazing, the, though, and you have to give out an award, Matthew Joseph somehow, and maybe he can bring this home, 
has not scored an even strength goal this year, Jared. That itself is pretty. Like I, I don't know four games. I don't know if that's Bill McCult. Uh, like well, uh, he no, does he not, was zero for seventy one. I know, but I remember d- that. not having an even strength goal is is really car- hard to comprehend. Ottawa's fourth line uh, looks like Kelly will play tonight. He's got one in fifty four games. Kastelik has four in forty nine. Austin Watson is your highest scoring bottom six with seven goals in 59 games. So that's 12 goals on the de facto fourth line in 162 games. So collectively, collectively, those six players I mentioned, 292 games this year, they have 18 goals. 292 games is the equivalent of three and a half seasons. Three and a half seasons worth of playing, they have 18 collective goals. So you put that up against what Seattle's going to offer. Now, all that to say, I think Ottawa's going to put a way – and I don't want to say they lack for effort the other night. It was just uh, – oh, there are a lot like, of things. Yeah. Oh. They'll, uh, I think they'll be a, a much more focused team uh, tonight. They'll put up a, a, a better game, but this is going to be a real hard game yeah. for them. Real well, hard game yeah, for and, them. And to that, and I keep going back to – because also we're back into the zone of I don't expect those players to score, JR. I mean, you know, obviously in your bottom six – well, I'd like to have some bottom six scoring. No, but I don't. But I, do you? Well, Joe, outside of Joseph, though, I don't have any. Like, I'm not looking at those players. And say, oh man. Well, yeah. why isn't Broussard's got 11 goals? Why well, would you sit him? Well, I'm why not. Why are you I, sitting I, him for a guy who's got one in 54? Like, I, I, I uh, listen. Kelly gets out there and he bangs some guys around. And he he's got one goal in 54 games. I don't care how well you make contact, how competitive you are. I need more than one freaking goal in 54 games. Yeah, he's not a getter. He's not a getter done guy. He's kind of get a getter. He's, he's just not getter. getting her. He's, he's a getter. He's, he's he getting her, not but getting not her. done. Exactly. Not part of the, he's, he's lost half the equation in my getter well, done crew. He's just a getter. He's a getter. A getter guy. A getter and, guy. and Gambrell one in 43. Like I between know, the yeah, two of them, a yeah. hundred games, two goals. But I can say the Matthew Joseph stat. I, that's impressive though. That when you can do that at three million dollars. Oh, that's quite so. We, we we talked about like Chikrin coming in, yeah, like yeah. that that kind of rounds out that top four, and you yeah. can see the semblance yeah. of a of a competent, if not better, defense going forward now uh, with yeah, Ottawa. Yeah, yeah. The the next thing that they're going to have to uh, to fix, and you're always fixing things. You're no no team is perfect. Um, the goaltending is its own thing, but the next thing they got to fix, in my opinion, you know, we'll see what happens with the Brinkat in the summer. They're going to need to to establish and get this get this bottom six, and there are well, some there are some solutions. Yeah, like yeah. Gre- Greg should play in the NHL next year. Well, Greg right? Pinto and Joseph will be your third line, and Cass, we'll, Cass we'll, looks in the fourth spot. Yeah, and we'll see if you know if if what we'll see what happens with Formington. That's a total wild card. We have no idea if he's part of the equation again. Then then suddenly, okay, I'm seeing some solutions oh, there. Oh, big time! But they uh, absolutely, yeah. uh, but it, they need some. Um, they, they they need to get that solved, yeah. and whether there are internal solutions that will just be at hand or not, they they need to, f- to fix it and figure it out for next year. Yeah, and also I, I think it'd be interesting as well, because it, it's fun the first couple of games, Thursday and Saturday, kind of rotating the D around, but also keeping Hamannick and Sanderson, but putting Chickering in spots and Zub moving around. That'll be also really interesting as to, okay, what point here? Do you legitimately put a top four and just have Branstrom and Hamannick as a 5-6? Do you go to that point? I think that's something for fans you should keep an eye on. Because like I said, when you're rotating around and mixing and matching and you're winning hockey games, well, everybody loves it. Uh, it loves the fact that Hamannick's played well with Sanderson. Well, you lose a few games, then all of a sudden you're not feeling that. And to the lineup up front, yeah, it is, like I said, it's an interesting you know component to play safe, but that's where my target will continue to go on. 
these are the games, and this is where I don't think they set up great, that Dabrinkit and Batherson have to play better, but I don't like their all-round games, and I think that's something to really keep an eye on tonight, guys. They will be very susceptible if they don't clean things up, those two players in particular, especially Batherson. I mean, he has turned into such a drifter on the ice. Uh, you better watch out against Seattle, otherwise he's going to be... He'll be, but I don't know if he's, is he got the green jacket right now? No. Okay. And no. I, I, no, I'm also. I looked at it a few days ago. Well, he's at my, he's back to minus 31, but there's okay. somebody at minus 36. Okay. And, and, and that's also, we're coming off, God. It's been a great run here, guys. Mm-hmm. You know, it's, it's one game, but it, it's just interesting how coaches do react. I, I be honest with you. I would just take the confident approach. I would have, I would have rolled back with that same group. Hey, they gave me such a good week last week. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't be making any changes to into yeah, tonight's like, lineup. Yeah, uh, and again, uh, he said, uh, DJ Smith said after practice, don't read everything into who practiced with whom, uh, et cetera, et cetera. But if they roll out the what looks like um, the 18 that will start to tonight, there are, I believe, three different um, three different faces from the uh, game on yeah, Monday. And, and I don't, I don't, you know, well, the Branstrom run, I don't really understand, like I said, I, and I think he really sets up well to play well in a game like this because he skates well, JR. I don't understand, especially Kelly, in the case of Brown, you've traded for a player. You want to get him in the lineup at some point, but just leave Kelly out. Like, you don't need to be forcing him in. As far as Goche. Like I said, I was you know, I suspicious. He is he what first, he is. Yeah, he's and, a but, big guy. I can skate, but there's just that's he's 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 a jag. He's, he's just a guy. Well, unfortunately, exactly that. Like he he just doesn't. You know, he'll have your little rev when he first gets traded, and then you realize why he's been in Carolina, why he's been in New York. Well, he, there was, he doesn't engage very much either. You yeah, know, for a there, bigger guy, there was and geez, I don't remember if it was uh, the loss against Chicago or the game against Columbus, but there was I think it was the game against Columbus because something happened. There was a shot of the bench. And, and maybe it was Chikrin just standing uh, against the boards, and and Goche was in the Go, Goche. Hang on, yeah, yeah, yeah Goche. Yeah, yeah. I'm already forgotten his name. Was in the background. I was like, like I'd already forgotten he was on the team. You know what I mean? Like, oh. like it's just we're what four or five games into uh, into what he's done, and uh, they're you know right now he's kind of like he's that one of guy. the Shore brothers that came here or different people over the years. Right. You know, the 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 funnier one was a what was the first rounder years ago. Left college, played in Seattle. Jimmy, uh, oh, O'Brien. Jimmy O'Brien. Jimmy, he was a, like a most anonymous guy, and then he was like in the team picture. I'm like, that guy's still on the team. Yeah. Set up Kyle Turris <laughs> for an overtime winner yeah. in the playoffs yeah. against uh, the Rangers, yeah. 2012. Yeah, yeah. All right, so the big one uh, tonight, uh, the big news from yesterday is the fact that Cam Talbot is injured again. Uh, the third significant injury that he suffered that's going to force him to miss uh, a period of time. This time, up to three weeks. It's uh, Darren Dreger reporting it's an oblique strain. Sands reported as a mid body injury. Not upper body, not lower body, mid-body, uh, but an oblique strain, which will keep him out up to three weeks, which means the tending is back in the hands of the rookie goalers, uh, Mad Sogard and Kevin Mandelize, who we saw, well, it's less than a month ago now, come in for a couple of weeks and, and hold the fort down. They'll have to do it again. So our TSN 1200 tool and equipment store web poll question for you today is, are you confident a combo of Sogard and Mandelize can keep the Sens in the playoff race? Not talking about making the playoffs, just in the race. Keep them, keep their heads above water here for the next up to three weeks. Are you confident a combo of Sogard and Mandelizi can keep the Sens in the playoff race? Hammer, it's your last day. You get to answer first. Strong opinions. Strong opinions. Yeah, there's no creamy middle here. Uh, I, I'm it's not, yes or no, by the way. Yeah. yeah. I'm no, not, maybe. I'm not confident. Uh, they're, they're just young. They're unproven. How? Wow. I find it hard to have confidence. I, I don't understand what the argument would be where you would have the uni- confidence. The universe gives size. what you send out, and that's negative energy. 
There's no way your car it's will be there. Negative. It's just that's just truth. It, I'm teasing. You, you got to show it in the NHL, right? <laughs> yeah, and yeah. and you're this is a big trip. These next four games, they're tough games against tough teams. Uh, you're you're not. Well, you would have hoped that the Blackhawks would have been a, a nice little uh, appetizer for Sogard to get ready uh, for the rest of this trip. And unfortunately, the rest of the team wasn't ready for that game and kind of left them out to drive. But uh, I, I don't think it's a, a personal shot at them. It's just you've got to prove it to me. They, have, know. they have collectively this season mm-hmm. uh, appeared in nine games, these two goalies, uh, record 5-2-1. and one. Simmer. Uh, oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Yes or no? Yeah, very positive on my end. Uh, and I Hammer sent out a tight pole to finish off there. She's a tight one. And no leading the way. Tight, yeah, yeah um, no, we'll, we'll put it this way. <clears throat> First of all, I am confident, but I'm as confident in Sogard and, and uh, Mandalizi as I am in Talbot. Now, I, I know that's kind of strange, but to my point being, I don't feel like there's any drop-off from Talbot. So, yeah, they've both played well. Uh, question of the team in front of them, and there will be more pressure. Uh, but the way that they performed in some tough buildings and some tough games, yeah, I, I'm confident they can for sure. The last time they were asked to kind of pick up the ball was uh, after uh, Forsberg had the double knee. Right? Yeah. At that point, Talbot was already hurt, then Forsberg had the double knee injury. Uh, at that stage, so, so that's right out of the All-Star break, uh, that was back at a time, if you remember, when... Th- I'll just say the Sens were more out of it than they are now, right? We weren't oh, talking you felt like about... The se- you felt, we joked about the Hamburglar run. Yeah. We felt like the season was lost but, at that point. But based on where they were in the standings, it was like nobody nobody was talking about, you know, the Sens being in the playoff race or whatever. It was, you know, maybe at best meaningful games. Well, now they're in the playoff race. So my, my point in that is that, you know, if 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 you think about young players, young goalies feeling the pressure, oh, and I don't want to say there wasn't any pressure then, but now it's like, hey, if there's a focus on hey we're we yeah, are in the yeah. playoff race well it's it's a different mindset for oh, them now no, it, yeah, as I'll, opposed to a month ago yeah totally and also i'll take kind of the thought of hey this to me is a nice checklist for the team right you got the young goaltenders and they did start to play better uh the islander game with mandalese was a great story and then the other one where there was no pressure but still performed very well when mandalese had to play in boston in the back-to-back and you know ended up being a reasonable game so I think this still, I don't know, this little combo here, uh, they feel very comfortable with each other, the two goaltenders, and I do think the team will rally around it, guys. And, you know, like I said, I just Talbot's just been okay. Like, I can't really think of any games where, you know, I've had a wow factor. It's just been okay. You know, he's decent. He's a veteran guy. But I'm just as confident that the kids can bring that to you, if not better. Yeah, that, that is the other part of the equation is sometimes you see teams that will rally. Uh, in the case of, in this case, of having two oh, really absolutely. young goalies, of, yeah. man, we got to really, box, you know, you'd think they'd do that anyway, yeah, right? But for sure, but that's just not the way that it is in reality. Is that uh, that that teams will just play a little bit if they like the goalie? Not to say that they don't don't like well, Matt, uh, Cam Talbot, no. but if they if they like the goalie, we see if they like a goalie and don't. Well, they seem to be playing harder for yeah. this guy and not yeah. the other guy. Or in this case, you've got two very inexperienced goaltenders that they'll rally and really knuckle down. Yeah, and I also feel like with the Sens guys, there is a sense of pride. And after the way they played in Chicago, and that's led by the captain and Drew and other guys. But I also get the sense, JR, that just being in the playoff race isn't satisfying. I I think this group really wants to make the playoffs. So to me, I I would assume that you're going to see a really, really good effort from Ottawa tonight. All right. Are you confident a combo of Sogard and Mandelizzi can keep the Sens in the playoff race? Yay or nay? And... I like a good tight poll. This is unexpectedly tight. I thought the yeas would run away with this. And instead, it's 53% no and 47% yes. So there you go. Keep the votes coming at TSN 1200.
TSN.ca. 7.45, we'll take a break. We'll get Mike Johnson's thoughts on all this, our TSN Hockey Insider, when he joins us coming up after 8 o'clock this morning. We got the Sens and the Kraken for you tonight. Uh, late night left coaster. Good thing it's a uh, Thursday night. Huh? You have one night with a lack of sleep. Friday, get through it. Boom, you're into the weekend. Uh, 8 o'clock uh, pregame, 10 o'clock faceoff, right here on Sports Radio, TSN 1200. Those aren't pillows. Yeah, actually, one of those movies, you could, you know the exact scene. And, and oh, what yeah. added to it was, I think, he did he get slushed by the uh, by the, the, the drop-off van or whatever? Got hit by the slush um, oh, yeah. in the parking lot, right? You know, and he <laughs> fell. And if you've traveled, you understand. And uh, when you get out there and it's not there, and we do know, and we're having fun with it, but we do know Hammer has some road rage and the ability to kind of go sideways. Mm. So we want good things for you, Hammer. Some I, good good advice here from Carl on text. Okay, Carl. Hammer, have a backup rental reservation at the airport. They always have vehicles. I got bumped to a massive Yukon mm. last time. That's from yeah. Carl. You, I know I you. You a, don't want to pay for the gas. He's got, he, nah, no. but he's also gone for the Bargoon. Like you're not. There's no other options, right? Like you, you got, you got a real deal here. You head over to the airport. You're doubling that bad boy up. Right? Yeah, I, I'm pooched, man. I like everybody. Man, I don't even think we can load everybody up into the old <laughs> crossover vehicle with all the equipment because we've also agreed to take some other kids' baseball bags and oh, stuff as no, well. So. No. Um, I, I am dependent on this mini. How do you explain to customs that you're transporting so much equipment and not selling it? It's for baseball players. The I, bags okay. have names of kids on them. But they, why, are the kids in the van? Uh, no. <laughs> well, that's very suspicious <laughs> right there. Okay, <laughs> and just to prove that uh, we aren't just hammering on Enterprise, because that's what you're taking, and it's all bad news, this text comes in. If this makes Hammer feel any better, I once rented a full-size car through Enterprise, I got to Savannah, I'm assuming in Georgia, and the woman at the desk took out the keys for a Ford Taurus. She looked at me and looked at the giant pile of luggage, my wife and three kids, and said, I think you'd look good in a Lincoln town car. Oh, and wow. I've been going to Enterprise ever since. Nice. See, I'm being taken care of here. Huh? Yeah. There you Enterprise, go. you've got my back. Yeah. I don't know what your slogan is, but you've got me. Is, that, now, is Enterprise the one with the, uh, the, the ad that ran forever about, why didn't you rent me a bigger car? With the guy and his mother? Sounds Remember about that right. one? Yeah, yeah. What was the, uh, the 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 classic one? Was though the actor that walked through and he's walking through the lot and just picking whatever car he wants, and then it, at one point was they that had they had well, yeah they yeah they had Loverboy, poor Loverboy singers about three bills sitting in the front seat. Okay, that was Mike. I was that's that's Jr's buddy. Come on, yeah, huh? exactly. I saw him yeah. wolf down a burger, <laughs> Canada Day in Canada, in two so, gulps. So no surprise. <laughs> now in the morning though, Hammer. So is Dan dropping you off at Enterprise? She's not going to leave me until I have the car. Okay, in okay hand. but that, that's the process, right? Like you're not you're not Ubering over. Where and you're I've stuck. done everything. I've done early check in. They've got uh, they've got my driver's license, everything they need. They it know you're be... taking it to the states. No, they don't ask. Oh, are you sure? They don't ask. Oh, you're, well, no, that is supposed to be clarified that you're but taking it. No, out of the country. no, no. Is it? Oh, yeah. Well, then you better yeah. ask me because it's not part of the form. Simmer, you're talking out of your behind. <laughs> All right, I'm not falling for this. We worked, we worked together long enough. We've actually you. got, we've actually got you scared. So. Not at all. <laughs> you have unlimited you have mileage that. within Ontario. You have that. I hadn't thought within of that. Ontario. Look to your face right and now. the fact no. that you rented the GPS is even more foolish. They're tracking your every move. That's fine. That's fine. I Make wonder. It. I wonder if it's like a golf cart if it shuts off <laughs> when you, you get over, when limits. you get when you get over the border. It just turns off. <laughs> Hammer. 
Call Enterprise on Maryville, that's the one you're going to, yeah. and ask for Robbie. He'll take uh, care of you. Uh, one of the top-rated guys in the country. Signed, Robbie. So oh, that, that is Robbie. No, I don't know. I, I inserted the last part. <laughs> that better so. be Robbie. Deal with Robbie. He's your guy. Oh, okay. All right. To uh, uh, More on the goalers. <laughs> Terry writes, I have more confidence in the young goalers winning 60% of the games. This is greater than the 50% chance of the <laughs> Maryville Enterprise having a vehicle larger than a Dodge Journey. That's from Terry. Uh, unsigned writes, Talbot uh, scares me more than Solgard. He couldn't do anything with New York, Edmonton, etc. Still don't understand the trade. He doesn't even want to be in Ottawa. Why would we be more comfortable riding a guy who's already out the door? His positioning is atrocious. That's from Unsigned. Uh, and from also Unsigned, three questions. Is Sogard ready? Can Forsberg come back next year? Do the Sens sign Talbot with all his injuries and age? Uh, first of all, Talbot's a great pro. And this idea, back to kind of the Connor Brown, if there was an extension offered... The fact that he didn't sign it has nothing, doesn't mean he doesn't want to be here. Uh, and to the play, um, this is, again, I, I guess I'll say one of the, the positives, JR, because they had been alternating, and then I guess I was a tad surprised the Columbus game that Sogard didn't play, but the decision at that point was Talbot's going to ride it the rest of the way, which I wasn't a huge fan of because, again, the formula was rotating games. They were playing well. Um, the fact that Talbot's out for three weeks, you're, yeah, you're going to get a, even more of an indication as to where Sogard's at. And I have been very impressed in listening to him and watching him, the way that he has played and how much composure he showed. And I go back to that Saturday night in Montreal, and they didn't play very well. Hey, he didn't play great in Chicago, but that was a total team effort. So, like I say, this is the the silver lining is, you're, hey, you're going to get a real nice read on these kids. But more importantly, is Sogard ready for primetime for next year? This is the best way to find out. Uh, it's interesting uh, if you look at, if you go by save percentage, which is the most basic of goalie stats, and there are analytical goalie stats, which gets into goals saved above expected, mm-hmm. which kind of look at the quality of shots as well. Just on the baseline save percentage, uh, Talbot this year is a 905, which is actually about league average. League average is down closer to 900. It's the lowest it's been in, in I think, 15 years. Really? Okay, because yeah. 910 was the standard. Yeah, exactly. Right, it's it's yeah. close to 900 now, okay. believe it or okay. not. Okay. Uh, so Talbot's 905, Forsberg at 902, and Sogard is 902 uh, as well. Obviously, Sogard's played only uh, been a part of seven games, so yeah. much uh, smaller uh, sample size. But just to, to you know say the three guys that have played the most this year all have in and around the yeah. save, same save percentage. And people also, and again, just looking at Gustafson, when you go back-to-back shutouts, people are talking about the system and how different it was and Talbot's numbers last year. Well, that isn't the case. And again, I have Hockey Database on my phone, so I'm able to get these cutting-edge stats here. Uh, those numbers that, first of all, Forsberg, or that Gustafson's putting up are far greater than Talbot, but he's almost a goal a, goal a game better than Flurry. <laughs> like, you know, his numbers right now are, hey... He's, it's not a big sample. Well, it's not small, but it's not huge. But, hey, the guy's second in goals against. He's only two goalies under two. And he's got an absurd save percentage, which I think is second in the league as well. 933 right yeah. now? Yeah, that doesn't have to do, you know, this is not what Talbot was doing last year. And it's not even what Fleury's doing this year. Right. Hey, the poll is down to 5149. Oh. Are you confident a combo so guard Mandelisi can keep the Sens in the playoff race? No 51, yes 49. There. Love it. Love it. Keep the votes coming at tsn1200.ca. All right, let's take a break. Uh, Mike Johnson is standing by our TSN Hockey Insider. Lots to go over with Mike uh, about the uh, playoff, about the state of the goaltending and uh, all things Sens, and we'll talk some cracking with him uh, as well. I think he went. Did he? I think he did the Toronto Seattle game recently. 
uh, out west. Anyway, uh, Michael, I have lots of thoughts on the Kraken as well, uh, who play the Sens tonight. Again, late start, 8 o'clock will be our pregame show uh, with uh, Graham Creech and Jamie Baker. Dean and Gord will have the call uh, beginning at 10 tonight as the Sens uh, kick off now 3-4 and four, and 4 in the next six nights. Uh, the trip continues in Vancouver Saturday. Late start again, 10 o'clock. Sunday night in Calgary at 9. And then finishes uh, Tuesday in Edmonton also at 9 o'clock. Top of the hour news and sports update is on the way. Keep the text coming at 12 1200. Many people weighing in on the pros and cons of rental vehicles, especially those that may or may not be leaving the country. So uh, your experience is also welcome on that front. We'll share it with uh, everybody throughout the rest of the show. Uh, You're listening to Sports Radio, TSN 1200.